Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I saw this on one of the problem pages, Mumsnet. I think it was actually on Mumsnet. And take a quick listen. Six months ago, I met a lovely man while on a night out with friends. We are both divorced and we're in our early 50s. All going well so far, isn't it? Sounds good. My daughter has grown up and has moved out and I'm ready for a new relationship. But there's one problem. He has a Jack Russell dog, which he loves. Oh, I can see the problem starting already. He has a Jack Russell dog, which he loves, but it hates me. It barks and snarls at me. It just doesn't like her. My boyfriend finds it funny, but it scares me witless. I'm too scared to go into the house. So, (laughs) he comes to mine. But then he can stay over. I've tried telling myself I need to be braver. He says the dog won't hurt me, but it doesn't feel like that when it's baring its teeth at me. We had a big row last week about the dog because I wanted to plan a holiday and a weekend away. But he said we we could only go somewhere that was dog friendly because he wants to bring the dog. I won't feel comfortable if it's there. I really like this man, but I don't know what to do. So it sounds to me now, she didn't say this, right? But it sounds to me like it's she's going to put it to him. Listen, it's either me or the dog. I can't deal with the dog growling at me. The dog doesn't like her, clearly. And you know why the dog doesn't like her? Because the dog believes that she's kind of invading on his or her, I don't know it's a male or female dog, patch, so to speak. And that can happen. I remember when I met my wife first, going back many, many years ago, she had a little dog. And that dog, anytime I went near it, used to growl at me because she had the dog before I met her. And I think that was the reason why. And I think that's what happens, isn't it, with dogs? They, they become quite possessive over their owners. So the bottom line is, if she gives him the ultimatum, there's a lot of ultimatums going on today, it's the dog or me. What would you do? I mean, if your partner didn't like your animal, would it bother you? I mean, who comes first in your life? Your partner or your pet? Let's just say this guy was on the air and he was telling the story. I met a girl. She doesn't like me, dog. What'll I do? What, would, what advice would you give him? Get rid of the dog. Human beings are more important and love and relationships are more important. Or would you say to him, uh, no, keep the dog, get rid of a girlfriend and get another one. Let me know what you think. Uh, Dave, you're on Classic Hits. Craig. Dave, how are you? Not too bad, no. Good. Do you like my dog sound effects? Yeah, it was very good, actually. <laughs> so the dog is growling at the young woman every time he sees her. Now, I, I know why, because the dog is being possessive over... Yeah, did that, yeah but so, you're in her 50s, is it? Sorry, say it again. Did you say the, the woman was in her 50s, was yeah, it? She's in her 50s, yeah, it's Jack Russell. Yeah, right, so so this guy's probably had this dog for a good while. Like I, I assume like two of them are around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that dog has probably had like a nice, happy, sweet life with him and his owner. And then this, you know, in like one comes in and un- like unsettles everything for him. So, yeah, I my advice to her would honestly just be leave and find someone else. <laughs> because he's not giving up his there's, dog. There's no, there is no happy ending to this story because if she gives him an ultimatum, he's going to probably tell her to walk. Do you know? 
Or if she wanted, she could get her own dog, a bigger dog that will bully his dog into submission. And what would you do, Dave, if it was, if you were in that situation and you met somebody? And I know you're happily, you know, with somebody and all that kind of carry on. But let's just say you weren't. Yeah. And you met somebody. And have you, you have a dog, haven't you? We do. All right. What's the dog's name? Uh, Mr. Gibbs. Mr. Gibbs. Yeah. There you go. I decided last night, by the way, if I ever get another dog or cat, I'm going to call it Spencer. I just thought it was a good yes, I think it's a good name. But anyway, so Mr. Gibbs, right? You and Mr. Gibbs are living alone in an apartment. He's our best pals, right? And, you know, and you meet somebody. And she's, everything's gone grand for a few months, the usual, you know, and the dust settles. And she says, listen, you know, I'm not too pleased about this whole Mr. Gibbs thing. You know, we need to get somewhere of our own. Mr. Gibbs has to go. Yeah, me. Bye bye. Good luck. Don't let the door hit you, but a good Lord's bless you. <laughs> Wouldn't think twice about it. Would not think twice about it at all. At all. So, Mr. Gibbs comes first. Mr. Gibbs comes first. Right. Because, no, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you could always meet, like, someone else who's into dogs like you, but, like, the companionship you get from a dog, you know. It's just sometimes I'll be honest with you. Look, Dave, you, Dave, be you. careful what you say here. Right? Yeah, I know. That's because your partner get a bit weird, all right? It has, and uh, your partner could be listening too. Oh, hey, no, look. If you were to ask her if there was a guy in the house putting a gun to my my head or the dog's head, she'd look at me and say, "Pull the trigger." <laughs> no. So well, yeah, but just, what would you do if the burglar was in the house with a gun and it said it's you, it's your missus or the dog, Mister Gibbs? I'd say I'll, tell, I'll show you where the jewellery is. Um, no, but I just, no, it's, it's not fair in a dog. Because Who comes like, first, Mr. Gibbs or your missus? I mean, missus, obviously, but he's a close second. Right, you yeah, know, okay. Like, you know, she feels the same about him. Like, he's a member of the family. Like, you know, we care about him. We wouldn't throw him off for any reason at all. Why'd you call he, him Mr. Gibbs, by the way? Oh, he was a rescue dog. He already had the name. He has, do you ever watch Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Do you know the guy with the big mutton chops? All right, Mr. Gibbs. Yeah, and uh, he's like a a wire hair terrier mix, so he has these big long bits of hair hanging down either side of his mouth. Right, okay. Okay. So that's why he's Mr. Our last dog dog was named Crunchy. Right. Don't ever let a five-year-old name a dog. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a good bit of advice there, okay. So the bottom line is you're, you're basically saying to this woman, don't push the issue or you're gone. Don't, I would, I'd be like, listen, if you don't like my dog, then, you know, by extension, you don't like me. Bye-bye. It's been nice while we had it. But now, in fairness to his Mr. Gibbs, I don't know what his dog is called, he doesn't tell us, his Jack Russell is growling at her all the time. Yeah, but she's the worst kind of dog as well then, because like, they're angry little shits at the best of times. Oh, they are. Jack Russells are angry little yeah. dogs. Yeah, Jack Russells and Pomeranians are the worst breed of dog out there. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that now, they're the worst breed of dog, but they are quite... Well, I don't say aggressive. They're grumpy little things. Yeah, they're like small dog syndrome. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me go to Mike. Say there, Dave. Mike, you're in Classic Hits. Hey, you, Mike. Hi, Niall. How are you? Nice to talk Do you, to you. Have you got a dog? I have two. What's their names? Toby and Cooper. Well, Toby is very traditional, isn't it? Cooper is a bit more unusual, but Toby's quite... Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard a dog called Toby in years, actually, because it, it was the kind of probably the most popular name for a dog many, many years it's ago. Actually, it's actually making a comeback, from what I'm told. Is it? Patch was another yeah. one that was hugely yeah. popular in, back in the 70s and 80s. There was a couple of other names now which are not politically correct anymore that we can't use. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my mother's grandmother used to have a black dog, and you can imagine what she called I it. I know. Well, that was a very... And we all it know the very name. <laughs> It starts yeah. with an N, and it ends with yeah. an R. But yeah. you can't yeah. say that anymore. And that so, was a hugely popular name, but there was nothing was racist actually. about what? it. We, yeah, what? Dave? Yeah, it, it, it was a very was common a, name for a dog back then. It yeah. was. Sorry, Dave. No way. You, Dave, it was a hugely popular name for a dog. A black we're not, dog. Like, we're it was not like... like 
like the N-word N-word. Yeah, N-word N-word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't racist. It was just that was the name because i tell you where yeah. it came from. It, ca- it actually came from a Portuguese word for the word black, which is Niger, yeah. isn't it? Uh, yeah, but they pronounce it Niger to be politically correct, right? Uh, but that's where the original word for black came from. And if you had a black dog, you automatically used that word. But nowadays, yeah, I, of course, people don't I, do that anymore. I just picture someone standing at their front door. Well, I call, I call the <laughs> Come in. <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you don't hear it anymore. But it, back in the 70s and 80s, Toby was huge. That was huge. Patch was huge. What other names were kind of big at the time? Bosh. What? Spot. Spot, yes, yeah, Spot. Rex. Rex. Rex, oh, gosh, yeah. Jay Ryan called I have, I have to admit, though, I have to, I have to agree with the other caller that, that Jack Russell's, yeah, yeah, they should all be put in the boat and sent out to sea. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Little shite bags as well, yeah. oh, They are grumpy little dogs, Jack Russell's. Horrible dogs. Uh, they're not oh. horrible dogs. I had a Jack Russell dogs. as a every kid. Time, every time I walk my dogs, the only dogs that give any trouble are the Jack Russell's. I had a Jack Russell as a kid. When I was a young fella now, probably seven or eight years of age, we had a Jack Russell. His name was Terry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we got the name Terry from, but his name was Terry. Now, Terry used to, the, in those days, see, Dave, you're a bit younger. You probably don't remember this, but Mike could remember. Terry would go off on an adventure for two and three days, and then he'd come back again. <laughs> he would go. Oh, <laughs> because everybody just sick. left their dogs out. Nobody kept oh, their dogs in their houses. Yeah, you got yeah, they let them out because they're holy terror. You can't put up with them. You have to just close the door and say, hope to God they don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, bottom line, Mike, an ultimatum. Are you married? I am, yeah. Okay, so ultimatum. <laughs> Toby or your missus? Uh, well, I'll put it to you this the way. The fact he's if even comes... thinking about this is scary, but go on. <laughs> no, if, if it came down to it that there was problems and, and my wife started taking it out on the dogs. There's obviously problems there in the marriage. So it would be uh, good luck. See ya. Right. Okay. So what do you think, but, this, what do you think this woman should do? Uh, well, the first thing I would advise is try and, and go to the guy's house uh, and, and try and make peace with the dog because it is a territorial thing. Mm. Once the dog sees that, you know, she's not taking over, that she's like a part of the furniture, basically, the dog might, you know, Come might around. warm to her a little bit, yeah. It might warm to her a little bit. But, she, but he won't even go for a weekend. He, she wants to bring him away for a weekend, and he said, we can go as long as it's well, a dog friendly. Yeah, that, that's a bit crazy now. <laughs> uh, obviously, the guy, the guy, well, I mean, I, I, I'm looking into vacations with our dogs, but we love our dogs. Um, I've actually got both of them in the bedroom with me, and one of them actually sleeps on the bed with us. Right. And I, they're, not, they're not small dogs. These have you got passports dogs. for them, have you? No, uh, well, it would be in Ireland. There are places you can go, you can rent houses where they are dog-friendly. But you can get passports and you can travel around Europe. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't do that because these are, these are big dogs. Some, not, are, some you know, of the airlines are dog-friendly, depending on how big the dogs are. So you can yeah, but I, I worked in the airline and I see what happens. They put them in a hold in the back and there's like a heated floor and they turn the heating on and then they leave them there. It traumatizes the dogs. Right. Um, so I, I just wouldn't do it. I, so I where? Mean, in the, they're down in the cargo hold. Yeah, they're down in the cargo hold. Right. In the very back of the plane, in the tail of the plane, there's a a lot of the older planes. I don't know about the newer ones. There's um, like a plate, and they can heat it up for livestock, as they call it, livestock. And that's where they leave the dogs? And that's where they leave the dogs. Yeah, if you have a small dog that'll fit in your lap, there are some airlines will allow you to take the dog on board. Well, one of my dogs is a German Shepherd Boxer, and the other one's a Husky Rottweiler. Okay, he won't be sitting on your lap. <laughs> no, I'd have to. I'd have to buy two tickets for them. <laughs> they probably, 
they're 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 friendly dogs. It's just that people get intimidated because they're 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 large dogs. And yeah. like I said, you know, I have I have one of them. The, the boxer sleeps in the bed with us. The boxer, shepherd. Yeah, I have no problem but with I, that. Some people have an issue with that. I don't have a problem with it. Well, I got the dog. I had a major operation a few years back, and I got the dog as I was recovering. And the two of us went on our little walks. So we kind of, as he was getting older, we walked. You bonded further. together. <laughs> yeah, there is there there is a bond there. Like, and he, he like when I'm sitting in the living room, he'll come and he'll lay his head on my lap, and he'll just snore away for himself. He'd be happy out. Well, and, have you uh, bonded with your dog, Dave? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of bonding. Mr. Tibbs. Or whatever his name is. But, but you have to realize they're like they're like children that never leave. They are not, completely they're yeah. completely dependent on you. Do you know like dogs actually prefer the company of human beings to other dogs, believe it or not? Yes. Well they probably do, yeah. 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 Well, that's, like, well, that, was, well that's because we're kinder to them than other dogs. We you know, we don't just lick their arses. We we feed them and do things <laughs> to them, you know what I mean? Depends <laughs> on what you're into. <laughs> well, well, well yeah, I was gonna say uh, I don't know. Dave, this is daytime radio, for God's <laughs> sorry, sake. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> no, but we feed them and we walk them and we look after them and we give them a bed to sleep on. So that's why they, they like give, us. And yeah. in return, they give their love and loyalty. So yeah. it's like, I, I, to give up a dog, I don't understand people that can look at a dog and just say, right, you're gone. I don't understand nah. that. I I know, well, I know, I know a couple who decided to have a baby. And before they decided to have the baby, I remember talking to them about their little dog. They had a little dog and they idolized the little dog. They had pictures on their phones and they were showing everybody and they were always, they had the dog about four or five years, loved the dog. The dog was always there when they come home from work, the dog would be running up and doing tricks for them and all sorts of things. So she got pregnant and three months into the pregnancy, they put the dog up for, for adoption. Couldn't oh, get, couldn't get anybody fair. to take the dog. So what did they do? They put it down. I stopped. They did. They're not, I can tell you I, now, I, they're not my friends I, anymore. Just, but there's, there's, but there's plenty that. of animal rescue places around that could have brought the dog. They, they put the dog to sleep. That's horrible. They, That's put, they, they, horrible. Put, up, they put up on Dundee, they were looking for a home for it. They didn't get any takers fairly quickly. And she was quite adamant the dog had to go before, you know, all the baby bits start coming into the house. She obviously didn't love the dog. Yeah. Nah. Much oh, she, 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 she pretended to for years. No, no. no. no people, like, people like that just have a dog as an accessory. Yeah. They just have a dog for the sake of having a dog. Look at me. Look at my dog. Yeah. Oh, oh look at my dog. My dog's. Yeah. yeah. No, people like that shouldn't be allowed to own animals. Okay, no. well, stay there for a second, because let me go to Neve as well. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Neve? Hi, Niall. How are you? The dog or your partner? <sighs> Depends on the day, but probably the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dog lover society. <laughs> so, Neve, what should this woman do? She's obviously into this guy, but he has a dog that goes everywhere with him. Now, he is a bit over the top, isn't he, bringing the dog away in holliers and everything? Yeah, look, he's... They're in their fifties, right? So, and they said that she said they're divorced, right? So this dog has probably been his lifeline, his company, his whole world since he got divorced, right? Mm. And for a start, they they have, it doesn't sound like they're together that long. So what? He's supposed to put his dog out, get rid of his dog for a relationship that mightn't last, and then he's got no relationship yeah, and no exactly. dog. Yeah. I mean, come on now. First of all, what she should do is she should realise that that is the dog's house, and she's the guest as far as the dog is concerned. But there is yeah. plenty of ways that she can she can get the dog to trust her because that's what this is. This is a lack of trust. This this has been their house. Yeah, the dog, as Mike rightly pointed out, the dog is being territorial. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. And Jack Russell's are, I have to say, I'm with Oh, they're renowned for it, yeah. Them, right? you oh, you don't like Jack Russell's, no? No, I like, hey. I like I mean, I've got Nikita hey. and if, if they're smaller than him, I'm not interested. But... 
As far as I'm concerned, right, what she needs to do is she can she can get in that dog's trust really easily. They're food driven. All dogs are. And if you sit there and subtly give a dog something, it'll eventually come to you. So give it a, big, big a few treats for the dog the next treats time she goes. Have, yeah. three, have treats in your pocket the whole time and then the dog yep. will learn to trust you and everything's fine. But I'll tell you what, an ultimatum, she'll lose. And she'll lose quickly. She won't have to worry about her weekends away because she'll be going nowhere. And he'll be in the, the dog hotel. Well, there was a shocking story I covered last year in the air of a woman in America. And she, um, same situation. She went, met a guy who had a Labrador and he had it for years before she met him. Labrador didn't like her. She didn't like the Labrador. So what she was doing was slowly over time, she was putting bleach in his water and food. Yeah, right. And she killed the dog, right? Your man came down and found the dog dead anyway, right? And they figured out that the dog had been poisoned over a period of time. And yeah, how, well, I don't know how they, Yeah, I don't know how they tied it yeah. to her, but they did. And uh, she got six months in jail. Back. should have gotten more. I mean, in yeah. fairness, that, 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 that's killed murder. a living creature. Is that murder, in fairness? What is it? I mean, you what, are. What, don't get me wrong. You're killing an you're murdering, you're murdering an animal for no reason. Yeah, but, and it's premeditated it's as well. It's, well, it is premeditated. And, it, and yeah, okay, but under the law, it's not murder. Yeah, I know by, by law. Yeah, crime. unfortunately, pets don't have the same I'm, rights as humans. But, yeah. But they don't. The yeah. At the end of the day, she can't go around demanding that somebody. No. I mean, what, what, what's next? She doesn't like his best friend, so he has to go. Well, that, so happen, well, that happens too, doesn't it? The dog is his best friend and has probably been his company since he got divorced. Richie, Richie is, by the way, Richie's texting in relation to dogs on planes and he said there's a minute, there was a, a miniature horse on American Airlines flight over the weekend. <laughs> a miniature <laughs> horse. I remember, what was that, Aeroflot? Or Aeroflop as they used to call them. Yeah, yeah, I worked for them for two and a half years in Shannon. Yeah, but Aeroflot, didn't they used to, like, when they were coming from Russia, they had goats and all sorts of carry on well, the plane. In, in Russia, they had so many aircraft that they actually use them like buses and you are allowed to bring sheep into the aircraft and they, they stand in the middle aisle, right? <laughs> I was on I was on Aeroflot going to, because they, they were go flying out of Dublin at one stage, right? And they were doing really good deals. We didn't know that the, the pilot's son was flying the plane probably because that's how eventually they were they <laughs> got closed down in the end, didn't they? But, but I, are they still there? I don't think they're still there. Gone, aren't they? They, they are still an airline, but they're not as big as they used to be. They do mostly uh, cargo planes. All right, okay. Well, I, I remember... You know, I was on the plane and we got a really good deal. Whereas Aer Lingus were charging whatever nine hundred quid for a flight to Florida, Aeroflot were doing it for like three fifty. There was obviously a reason why. So we we got. It was, I mean, it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't luxury. There was no in-house movies and all that kind of stuff, right? And, That's the vodka, Yeah, but when I tell you the air hostesses or cabin crew, as they were called, um, these Russian women. <laughs> You've never seen that like these women in your life. But they walked down and it was like, would you like milk or orange juice? And I was like, just give me the orange juice. And that was it. You got, all you got was a glass of milk or orange juice in the whole flight. It was, you didn't get the milk from a cow at the end of the plane, no. <laughs> and there was a smell on the plane and everything. It was dreadful. We just didn't oh. know whether we were going to make it or not. But Mike, did you work for them, yeah? I did for two and a half years, yeah. And what we, I mean, Mike, I can detect an American accent off you. So obviously, you've are you born in America? Or? Yeah, I was born in Chicago. All right, okay, you're living over here now. Yeah, I've been well most of my life here. Okay. Moved here when I was ten. And were you a pilot or something? No, 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 just a duty manager, oh, ground okay. staff. Okay, and what was it like working for Aeroflot or Aeroflop, as it was called? 
great people to work for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely wonderful. I mean, but uh, crazy. They were they were they were crazy people. Yeah, they, they used to. We used to go fishing every year. Um, they'd rent out a boat, and we'd go sailing around the Iron Islands, around the cliffs, and we'd go fishing. They'd go about two, three, four miles out to sea. But they'd be drinking before they got on the boat, and there'd be slabs of beer and vodka bottles and everything, and they'd be drinking <laughs> the whole time out there. And there was a few fish caught in between, but yeah. And then they'd come back, and there'd be a dinner laid out for us, and and we'd do more drinking, and and then you forget how to get home, and you wake up and go to work the next day, type of thing. You know, the you Russians, know, the Russians do know how to enjoy themselves. Fairness. They really do, they, <laughs> they, and they were. Very nice. I mean, I never had a problem, and they were very helpful. It was great to work for. And I mean, look, don't get me wrong. When they came into Ireland and they were doing those flights to America, to New York and Florida and L.A., uh, they were dirt cheap. Um, oh, dirt cheap. It was £250 at the time to go to Mexico. And Lima and Peru, was, they were their main destinations at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had, we had 85 flights a week in Shannon alone. They, I mean, they were. They were so. They were really busy at one stage. They had a lot of flights going out of Dublin at one stage, and then. But suddenly, they bought. But wasn't there a whole controversy that they were learning to fly on Microsoft Flight Simulator, and yeah, didn't yeah. and <laughs> didn't didn't wasn't there a whole the whole the biggest controversy where they all where it all went pear shaped for them was they found out that one of the pilots was letting his fourteen year old son fly the plane. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot, but they uh, a lot of the reason was they bought a uh, um, longer. Um, reach aircraft that could fly from Moscow direct to New York mm. non-stop. So they didn't have to stop in Shannon. The only reason they had to stop in Shannon was because c- the planes were old and they had to refuel and then off mm. they went. Um, they pulled out of Shannon because they were trying to get the rights to do emigration for Aeroflot in Shannon at the time yeah. um, to pick up passengers to go to New York and they wouldn't let them. So they, they couldn't open up a New York route in Shannon. So they, that there was another reason why they pulled out as well. They, oh well, but they're sad, they're sadly missed from a financial point of view. I can tell you that. Stay there, guys. I have to take a break. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number is zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Is it the dog or the missus? Who goes first, or all the way around? The dog or the husband? Let me know if you're a dog lover. Hi, now. Unfortunately, pets don't have the same rights as human beings. Uh, that one sentence is everything that's wrong with fanatical dog lovers. Oh yeah, he's quoting that sentence. Unfortunately, pets don't have the same rights. Well, pets shouldn't have the same rights as human beings. Uh, and I'm just going to say that, although I love animals and I love my dog, there is no way in this wild earthly world that an animal should have the same rights as a human being. Because if animals were ever legally given the same rights as human beings, we would be in a lot of trouble. There was a big case, high court, a Supreme Court case in New York recently with a monkey. And uh, they wanted the monkey to have the same rights or to have human rights. And uh, thankfully, they lost the case. Because if he had won the case, whoever took the case on behalf of the monkey, we would have been in big trouble if animals had the same rights as human beings. I know it's a, it all sounds wonderful if you're an animal lover and, and, you know, it sounds like the right thing morally to do, but you couldn't do it. We'd be in huge trouble if animals had the same rights as humans. Right, let me get back to this dog. Pat! How you know? You're in a relationship. Yep. Have you got a dog? I do. Does who, which comes first? Obviously, the relationship comes first. The dog is there. Well looked after, well loved, the whole love, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's a dog. And what do you say to people who say, you know, like if the burglar came in and said, it's either your missus or the dog, the missus yeah, is going to get me. it. You know, you and I as well as we do, they're only being funny. <laughs> right. no I, way, I think some of them are serious. No. Look, come here, I love the dog. And to be honest with you, if somebody hurt the dog or harmed the dog in any way, shape or form, I'd probably murder for it. Right. But 
saying that, you know, the dog I have, she's a little Bichon, and I remember the grandchild was down, the grandson was down there, when he was only only a baby, and he was crawling across into the whole little spot on the chair, you know? Yeah. And I poked at it, at him because, you know, I was in control of the situation, she snarled at him, and she was out the door. And if I hadn't been able to control that situation in the long term, like, the dog accepted him, well, the dog was gone, unfortunately, but that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that guy is a dipstick that, in the relationship, because... He's just, he's, he thinks he's being funny. But he's never going to have a relationship, you know, if he puts the dog forward. And anyway, the, the reason I say he's a dipstick is because he can resolve that situation quite simply. There's a way to train the dog, you know, to, to modify its behavior when somebody comes into the house. And it's as simple as that. So, I mean, it's a bit OTT wanting to make I mean, him on the head. He's, he's an idiot. He's, he's immature. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, she, she's even booked a weekend away with him and he wants to go somewhere where it's dog friendly to bring the dog with him. Uh, you can understand that he loves the dog, but if it's a situation where she's uncomfortable going into his house because of the dog, and he thinks it's funny the dog is snarling at her, that's no, that's immature. That's that's like these clowns that think their kids are great because they bash with their kids and all this. You know, look at my journey. That's that same mentality. So you, you probably is. think she's probably better off without him, isn't she? Well, she, yeah, ultimately, yeah, I think so. Now, I don't know the relationship, so it's not for me to say, but if that's his attitude, that he puts the dog first, thinks it's funny, and she's uncomfortable in any way, shape, or form, well then, no. Sorry. So if she, you know, so if, if if she gave him an, an ultimatum, if he really loved her and she gave him an ultimatum, should the dog go? Um. Well, if the dog yeah, is not yeah, willing to work yeah, around, yeah, it. He, yeah. I mean, if he feels strongly, he feels strong enough about her. Yeah, why not? Well, it shouldn't be that. The point I'm making, Noel, is he it takes a little bit of effort on his half, on his behalf, and that dog, you know, his whole demeanor will change. But you, but you, but you are basically saying the relationship comes first. Of course it does. And another thing, Noel, right, you know what I think is wrong there? Like, you know, the dog, it's what someone's going to say there, in regards to relationships, you know, a relationship is a relationship. A dog is, a, 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 you have a relationship with a dog as well, Noel, but it's, obviously it's not the same relationship. No, different type of relationship. Hello, Smith. Well, unless you're a, yeah, unless you're a <laughs> beard, yeah. I've heard of those but, uh, people. We, had, we interviewed one of them two yeah. years ago on the radio. Yeah, I mean, that's, that shouldn't be an ultimate, Noel, unless a dog can't be changed and do you know what the funny thing about it is he thinks it's great the dog is protecting him it's not that dog is basically saying I'm in charge of you I need to protect you I, I make the decisions around you. here yeah and that is so it's not a good thing you know it's not a good thing well so, say that every second because Newly you disagree with Pat you think the dog comes first not the relationship oh Newly sorry go ahead well as far as I'm concerned if my dog doesn't like the other half he can go as the dog's saying <laughs> Well, fair enough. That's how you feel. Like, you know, if, he, if, if there's something you could do, if there's something you could do to remedy that situation, and you don't bother your rear end doing it, now that's a whole different ball game, isn't it? Oh no, you can try. You can try various things. With my yeah, dog, and that's what I'm saying. Well, he doesn't seem to be too pushed. He, he thinks dog, it's funny. If my dog doesn't like the other half, I tell you what, it's telling me something. Yeah, but no. It's so why you trust your dog's intuition? Case, no. no. Ah, stop, Nuna. No, I do. No, most dogs, uh, some dogs are friendly towards everybody. Some dogs be a bit nervous of strangers, and you get the taxi but getting used to. I've gotten used. I've had a dog attack me one day. I called it with help to pick something up, and this bloody American bulldog nearly took a lump out of me. And within ten minutes of that, I had that dog eating out of my hand, and I was petting it. There, you know what I mean. Well, well Nuala, can I ask you, on a, all joking aside, Nuala, I know we're all having a bit of a laugh today. It's a bit funny and everything else, right? But all joking aside, Nuala. Theoretically, a burglar comes into the house with a gun in his hand and he says, I'm going to shoot the dog or shoot your husband. 
shoot the husband. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm separated from him, so I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to that, isn't it? <laughs> and on the childbirth side, on the childbirth side, you're 100% right. The man should not be at the other end. On our first child, he was at the other end. And I'll never forget the look on his face. <laughs> the look of sheer horror at whatever was happening. I couldn't see it, but I knew it wasn't pleasant from his face. <laughs> and I tell you, he stayed up the other end on the second. Pat, were you at the birth of your children? Sorry? Were you at the birth of your children? No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, you, you don't no, have children, no. is it? I don't have children, no. Okay, but what do you say you know? All right, okay. <laughs> you kept your figure. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's a spectator sport? No, definitely not. No, no. Unless no, the, no. you know, it's, it's, I don't think so now. But in saying that, if the woman really, really, really wants your support there and she wants you there, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do it. You know, yeah. the simplest no, I, I think we should go back. I'm to not saying if you do. Let's go back to talking about the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's the name of your dog, Nula? Lucky. Lucky, he seems to be lucky, all right. And is it just you and Lucky, or is there a partner in your life now? Just starting. Sorry? Just starting. Oh, it's just starting? Mm-hmm. Oh, have you had a date recently? He's met the dog. Oh, he's met the dog, has he? Yes. <laughs> is, this, is this like meeting your parents or something, or bringing yeah. you home to meet the dog? Yeah. And does the dog approve? The dog loves him. <laughs> All right, okay. But if the dog took a dislike to him, he's gone. He's gone. Just once he knows his place, that's the main thing. That's it, yeah. Once he knows, there's no ambiguity there, is there? <laughs> no, 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 seriously, my point is not, it's not whether it's a choice between the dog or the person that you, you know, you're making a relationship with. It's a case of, if you care enough about the person to modify the dog's behaviour, and you make an effort to do that, you know, yeah. you don't encourage yeah, the dog I mean, to be nasty. I think no, he what, thinks it's funny that the dog is snarling at her. She's uncomfortable with that. Ridiculous, you know. Okay, well, well, hang on. Let me go to Moya as well because Moya, before we go into the break, Moya, you're on Classic Kids. Hi, now. How you doing? Um, should they, what should this girl do? Well, ultimatums don't work anyway. No. And no. um, as I said in my text, as and as that gentleman saying, you can modify behaviour. And the, the, actually, one of the things that they should do is maybe go for a walk somewhere neutral. Because a lot of this is territory. I was saying as well, my friend is a Jack Wilson. Every time I go to the house, he's there about two years. I'm going to bark as if he's going to kill me. But I go yeah, they are annoying little dogs, aren't they, Jack Russell? They can be, but I mean, they make a great agility dogs and all sorts of things. So, I mean, they are good dogs for, for other things. They wouldn't be my breed, but then that's, that's me. But, you, I mean, you go in and I produce a lead then and he shuts up and he, uh, you know, what I was trying to say was when they're out, if they go for a walk, we kind of slip slides the lead to her without the dog knowing and she just treats the throat on the ground so she's not having to actually make any contact and the same thing when she goes to the house every time she goes to the house no eye contact with the dog just throw treats down throw a few treats down yeah. yeah so but there's no contact and eventually the dog will come round it, it is a thing and I do agree with that man saying that the fact he finds it funny is not good it's, it's stupid really because yeah it is childish that he finds it funny it is childish but it also it's, it's, he's kind of letting the dog take the lead. I, I do. All, I do equally think it's bad form that she wants to book a weekend away for the two of them, and he wants to bring the dog. I think. I think that <laughs> there, there might be a better way out of that. Maybe get a friend to mind the dog just for the weekend. Yeah. or somebody who does my job who minds dogs and looks after dogs for people and stuff like that. Like, there's loads of there's loads of ways around that. Yeah. The only thing I will say is that she did know the dog was there before they started going out and you can't really go in. If you know that at the beginning, you can't go into a relationship and then start making ultimatums and, and start saying things. The dog, I mean, 
I love my dogs as well. And if somebody comes in, it's me and my dogs. And it's not a case of... You're a package, yeah. This is it. And you know that going into it. So you can't want to live with it. I mean, I'm involved in rescue and all, and there's so many people give up dogs for such stupid reasons. Well, I know I did talk about one earlier on, just because she got pregnant, she gave up the dog after five years. I thought it was ridiculous. Just a final thought in relation to the dog. Somebody WhatsApped in and says, Niall, there's an old saying. Lock your wife and your dog in the boot of your car for 30 minutes. I don't suggest anybody does this, by the way. Lock your dog and your wife in the boot of the car for 30 minutes and see who's happiest to see you when you open it up again. Column and Limerick. Yep, Column, that'll pretty much do it, all right? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.